Hey guys, it's Brianna, and it has been so long since I've talked about Big Brother, so I am very excited to be here right now. Um, it's just me today because we have a lot to cover, considering I've missed quite a bit. Um, if you don't know, I was away on vacation. I did a Caribbean cruise with a couple of my friends, and very little access to television and internet, so I've been sort of MIA lately. Um, when it comes to Big Brother. So I'm very excited to get back into it. With that being said, since I've mit missed so much, I'm going to do a very super quick recap of last week. Then we will go a little bit more in depth on this past week that just happened so that we can all get back up to speed. So my recaps of episodes 24 through 26 will be super short and quick. But if you guys want to talk about those episodes more with me, Follow me on Twitter at It's Me Bree Lee and tweet at me with the hashtag Oh Brother Podcast and we can talk more about anything I might have missed from those episodes. But just to keep this short and sweet, and instead of delving back into old news, I figured we would just do a quick recap on those and then spend the majority of this episode talking about the week that just happened. Also, as I'm recording this, I am streaming live on TV Co which if you don't have the app yet, you should definitely download it. Um, it is essentially a live streaming app for television, so I live stream on there weekly to talk about Big Brother. And so if you want to get my thoughts in a more timely manner, rather than waiting for a fully edited podcast episode from the week, you should follow me over there. Also at It's Me, Bree Lee. Um, we talk all things Big Brother, and there are also a bunch of other cool people on there that you can follow as well. Um, so... If I mention anybody who is chiming in on the live stream, you know that's what's going on. I am live streaming while I'm recording this, so if anyone has anything interesting or engaging to say, I will include it in this episode as well. Okay, so starting with episode 24, this is the episode where Jackson wins HOH. It's like that slip and slide competition, um, and... This is also the episode where Jess sort of starts to stir up some trouble between Sis and Holly, which I think, as we know, um, Sis goes home. I think this maybe was the beginning of the end for Sis um, because Holly was feeling not too secure with Sis in the house considering some of the things Jess was saying. Um, I think it just didn't help her case at all. So, of course, we know that Jackson nominates both Sis and Christy, with Christy being the initial target. I think everybody know, knew at this point that Christy was kind of everybody's number one target because she sort of flip-flopped a little bit and also blatantly said that she was going against couples. And Jackson and Holly obviously are the power couple in the house, so it makes sense that they would target her. Also, I don't know if you guys heard or not, but apparently... Cliff was being pretty stupid and decided to continue the competition even after it ended. I think Nicole also did the same thing, but Cliff was literally injured. Um, and this guy, trying to get his America's Favorite votes, he decided to power through and continue to sort of play the competition even after it had ended. And like, and one, on one side of it, I do get it. Like, he's a Big Brother super fan. This is just one of those competitions that you always see on Big Brother. They do it every year. It's sort of like one of the iconic competitions. But if you're injured, if you really want to win the game, maybe you should let yourself get some rest and not try to be like 
everybody's favorite all the time. The only other really interesting thing that happens in episode 24 is they show Sis and her chicken punishment. Um, you guys will have to let me know on Twitter. Use the hashtag OhBrotherPodcast. Let me know what you thought of this punishment because I thought it was more of a punishment than some of the other it was sort of had more repercussions than some of the other punishments we've seen. Um, it affected her emotional well-being, uh, her energy level, and she was just kind of humiliated wearing a chicken costume. So I thought it was kind of a funny uh, punishment, but also, I don't know, it was cis, so I could care less whether she's getting a punishment or not. Jaden C. on TV Co. says it was stupid, and I have to agree. With that, we will move on to episode 25, um, which obviously starts off with Sis and Christy newly on the block, and we start to see that Sis is super overconfident um, that she's going to stay over Christy, which I think led to her entire downfall. It really sucks being on the block next to Christy, and I don't want to have to campaign against her because I think I have the votes to stay. Um, Christy fought tooth and nail to stay in the house, and Sis just kind of sat back and let her do it. I understand that they're friends, but Christy didn't throw Sis under the bus in order to stay. Sis didn't have to throw Christy under the bus in order to stay, but she still should have made campaigns to her house guests for why she should stay in the house. Had she done that, she might still be there right now. But we'll get there in a little bit. Um... We have the veto competition, obviously the two nominees, the HOH and the HOH play. Also Cliff, Nick, and Holly get selected to play in the competition. We know that Jackson wins the veto and doesn't use it, and this is when he starts to win a lot of competitions, which I think paints a larger target on him and Holly because they're winning competitions at this point back-to-back and basically running the entire house. This is the episode where everyone also begins to question Nick. It starts with Christy. Christy puts some doubts in Tommy's mind. Tommy brings it to Nick. And thus begins the downfall of Nick with his bowl haircut. Following the veto ceremony when Jackson decides not to use the veto, obviously we see Christy crying a lot. Nothing new. Um, But she's especially upset because Tommy is celebrating and goofing around with Holly while she's on the block. And she expresses this to Tommy, sort of, that she feels like he doesn't have her back. I get that to a point, but also it's Big Brother. Even if you're not happy in the house, you need to put that smile on and pretend that everybody is your best friend. So Christy, supposedly being a super fan, should know that. So I don't think necessarily it was the worst thing that Tommy was sort of goofing around and having fun with Holly while Christy was on the block. Christy should have joined in and uh, maybe that would have gotten her a little more sort of made her a little more well-liked if she spent more time with the people in the house. And then we get to episode 26, the infamous taco night, Taco Tuesday, when the vote flip happens. First, Christy tells both tells Jackson that Nick is her target and um, basically that they need to keep her in the house because she will target Nick and only Nick and she's a larger target than they are, so they need to keep her there. Um, she made a really, really good argument and as much as I dislike Christy, I think that she deserved to stay over sis because she made a better campaign. I know some people disagree 
Um, and some people think that Jackson and Holly made a poor mistake of keeping Christy. Maybe they did, um, but I also don't think Sis made any case for herself to stay, so it made sense that they chose to keep Christy when Christy was basically telling them everything that they wanted to hear. Unfortunately for Christy, Nick overhears her saying that she's going to blow up his game over taco night, so he decides to initiate it himself. He sort of eggs her on, and Taco Tuesday commences. I'm sick of people dragging my game because they're not playing as good of a game. It can only bite my tongue so long. I'm about to do it right now, actually. I'm done with it. Chris! Where's Christy at? I'm confronting her, though. I'm not getting talked about anymore. So we're going to play this game where you're going to try to blow my game up here. Let me say your truce. Let's go. You want to tango? Let's tango. Christy trying to blow up my game. She's going to get ready for war in a second. I'm done with it, bro. I try to bite my tongue. I'm not biting it anymore. Yo! Yo, can you do me a favor and keep my name out of mouth? Do you want to go in the kitchen? You want to blow it up? Blow it up. Let's go. If we're going to do it, let's do it right. And we'll talk about all things that you've lied about. How about you be honest for okay. one time in your life? Do you want to? Oh, if that's your campaign, let's blow my up now while everyone's here. So you it's don't... not about blowing blow it up. up. I'm I... running the game. I'm throwing competitions. What else am I doing? It's not about blowing up your game, Nick. You're being dramatic about am it. Am I? See, this is the thing. I'm honest about everything I've ever done, and you're not. Manifest You're the truth, bro. Okay. You haven't been honest, Nick. What have I lied about? So during the course of last week, when you were hand making a deal okay, between Mises and Tommy and Cliff and Nicole, okay. and you were telling us all like, okay, obviously everybody's target to Mickey and Holly. Right. If any of us win, we're putting up Mickey right. and Holly. They know that. But you were telling Mickey and Holly that you guys were good. You aren't protecting any one person. You're protecting a cluster, or so they all think. So you don't need to win anything because you have a cushion around I you. I never told Jackson or Holly that I was protecting them. Okay. I was honest with them about it. Nick, you have Cliff and Nicole on one side of you. Okay. And you have Sis and Tommy on the other okay. side of you. Did any no. of you guys not know that? But, Did any okay. of you guys not know that? No. Okay. okay. But that's really manipulative, which kudos to you. This is a game of manipulation. I'm not on your game. Okay. By a show of hands, if Nick won HOH, everyone feels safe, no? I'm sure that Cliff and Nicole feel like you'd never put them up. I'm sure that Sis and Tommy feel like you'd never put them up. And I'm sure you've made Mickey and Holly feel really secure. So you're going to continue to throw yep. HOHs. Yep. I'm throwing every HOH or so right. Who, who? I haven't thrown HOH, so stop lying on my name, cuz. OK, you didn't You didn't throw slip and slide? No! Nick, that's a lie. I got to be honest, that's a Oh, my god! No, it's not, bro. Bet me everything you want, bro, because I've never told a lie. I've been honest Nick, about screaming and it's showing a lot right now like answer my question now i go home now right Great. you win hoh okay what are you gonna do why do i have to say what i'm gonna do because i'm pretty sure holly would never think it's her and cliff would never think it was him and i'm sorry nick but like i think your game is sick and that's why you would be my target because it doesn't look like anyone else is coming after you and that's so all i'm saying um she calls out nick saying that he has ties with everyone in the house no one's targeting him and he's basically skating to final two without having to win any competitions which was somewhat true I feel like and this entire taco Tuesday night I think is the reason that Christy stays in the house Jaden is saying they were really dumb to keep Christy because she won the first HOH and Tommy does all the work and Christy does nothing for Tommy very true um I'll probably talk about this a little bit later but Christy is a very um What's the word I'm looking for? Like, she doesn't thank anyone for what they do for her. 
Um, and Tommy has saved her ass multiple times and gets no credit from her. Meanwhile, when she's sitting on the block and he's trying to have some lighthearted fun, she gets pissed off. But the only reason she stays in the house of the majority of the time is because of him. So, yeah, they probably were dumb to keep Christy, but I also don't think Sis deserved to say, considering she didn't come peeing. So, as we know, Annalise, aka Sis, is evicted by a 5-1 to one vote, the one being Nick, obviously, and she joins Jack and Kat in the jury house. And following her eviction, prank week begins. I actually kind of think that this is brilliant on CBS's part. The They keep the house guests up all night and all day listening to bird calls. And they're assuming that these bird calls have something to do with the upcoming HOH competition. However, Julie reveals to them that it's prank week and they actually had absolutely nothing to do with the HOH competition. So they purely drove them crazy for no reason. Um, I thought that was really funny, really clever. But what I do think is that they should somehow make those bird calls useful in a future competition um, just to throw them off guard something they thought they didn't need but maybe they actually do so we get the prank shot hoh which is the one where they have to roll the ball down it's basically a crap shoot it's luck mostly very little skill um, because you only get one chance to try it out and holly is i believe the first one to roll and wins by a landslide she gets the highest score possible which is pretty crazy especially because jackson is just coming out of power and holly goes into it she wins the hoh meanwhile cliff jess and nicole get a punishment for rolling low numbers but we find out later that the punishment is less of a punishment for them and more of a punishment for everyone in the house so that is last week's recap um because i was mia that week on vacation enjoying the caribbean sun so now i will venture into episode 27 which um, begins with holly's hoh at this point christy is striking all kinds of deals because she just escaped the block yet again Um, she strikes a deal with jackson and holly basically saying that she will offer to play with them be a pawn if they need her Um, And basically, she just wants to get to final five. I have no one right now. I want to keep the both of you safe. I would be willing to be a pawn. And I will honorably take fourth or fifth. I really mean that. At this point, Holly and Jackson are targeting Nick, basically, because Christy called out that Nick was a bit of a floater, kind of has ties with everyone in the house, and is not trustworthy. Jackson at one point offers to go up as a pawn so that Nick goes home, which is pretty dumb. Jackson is constantly offering himself up as a pawn, which as we know and as has happened this season, pawns go home. Sorry, sis. So I don't know why he keeps doing that, especially when numbers are getting pretty low now. Uh, He needs to stop doing that. Although, I mean, I would love to see him go home. So honestly, actually, Jackson, please keep offering yourself up as a pawn. They don't end up putting him on the block, but I just thought something to mention that he continues to offer himself up. 
This is also where we get the beginning of the four person alliance Holly, Jackson, Cliff, and Nicole. I actually love this alliance, minus Jackson. Jackson and I still are not friends. Uh, I am not a fan of his, but I like Holly and I love Nicole. Cliff is all right. He's fine. He can stick around for a little bit longer. So they get this four person alliance going, and for Cliff and Nicole, this is really, really great, um, especially because Holly and Jackson are in power week over week. So they sort of create this four person alliance, and essentially because the numbers are so small at this point, everybody in the house is their enemy. Um, so as long as the four can stick together and get out the Nicks, Christie's, Tommy's, and Jess's of the world, they may make it to final four. I guess we'll see. Holly decides that she wants to nominate Nick and Christie using Christie as a pawn. However, what she doesn't realize is America's prankster is going to completely turn her HOH upside down. But before we get to that, I wanted to talk about the pie punishment. Um, personally, I thought it was a really stupid punishment. It was funny. It made me laugh a little bit, but I feel like they, they were on it for too long. Like, give me like two minutes of this pie punishment. Please don't take up the entire episode with a pie punishment. It wasn't even really a punishment. Like, the whole house just had some fun with pies in the face. Yeah, I did think it was funny that Jackson and Nicole had their little pie fight or whatever, but otherwise I felt like it was a pretty useless part of the episode. But back to the important part of the episode. We find out about America's Prankster. Obviously, well, I guess we already knew about it because we voted. Um, although, unfortunately for me, I didn't get to vote because I was in the Caribbean at that time and I did not have access to internet for most of it. So I didn't have anything to do with Nick becoming America's prankster. I guess he was a fine choice. Uh, I don't know who I would have voted for. I feel like if it had been anyone else, the outcome probably would have been pretty similar. But basically, America's prankster secretly gets to name one of the nomination, one of the nominations and secretly gets to name the replacement if that person comes down via a veto. So Holly essentially gets her HOH hijacks and only gets to nominate one person. And we know that Nick is chosen as the prankster. Nick is not very good at keeping secrets because he says to Nicole that he thinks Christy will go up next to him. And that makes Nicole very suspicious. Basically, she's like, how would you know that unless you're the prankster? What's up? I can't win. In what way? It's gonna be me and Christy, it doesn't matter. I think you might still be able to. How do you know that? There's no way of knowing, right? What makes you so sure that you're next to Christy? Hmm. That made my little light bulb go off. How would you know that matter-of-factly unless you're America's prankster? I don't know. I just feel it. Okay. Okay. I really don't know. Okay. I didn't get an envelope when I walked in there. I swear to God. Okay, I got you. Got you. I don't know what's gonna happen. Okay. And he tries to cover it up, but I think Nicole knew pretty definitively that it had to be him. What do you know? Holly nominates Nick, and Nick, the prankster, nominates Christy. Um, at this point, I 
didn't really care who went home. I don't really like either Nick or Christy. Just because of the way that Christy was able to skate eviction last week, I figured she'd do it again, and indeed she did. Then we get to episode 28, which more of this pie stuff. Um, I did think that the Nick getting pied in the diary room was really funny. So I will give that to CBS. That was hilarious. And I think that's the first time we've seen that many people in the DR at once. Um, So that was kind of cool. I don't remember another time when all of the house guests have barged in like that. So I thought that was kind of funny. Then we get the veto ceremony. Obviously, the two nominees play along with the HOH. Holly chooses Mickey to play, and then Cliff and Jessica are chosen by random draw. Another part of prank week, Holly sticks her hand inside of the veto chip box and right into some slime. So along with the more heavy-hitting pranks like America's Prankster, CBS is also just doing some petty, funny pranks like slime. At this point, Christy is on the block next to Nick. So... She is sort of equating the fact that she's on the block as her repaying her debt and being a pawn, basically meaning that her deal with Holly and Mickey is good. But Holly didn't nominate her, and both Holly and Mickey pick up on the fact that the way she's saying it makes it sound like her side of the deal is done. I did say, like, in part of me staying, like, I will be a pawn if that has to be the case. If I could prove myself in any way and just taking a risk and taking one for the team, like that is what I said. So, yeah, I'm gonna give it my all. Same. I'm gonna head down and get myself out of this towel. All right, um, love you both. See you in a bit. Love you too. Ugh. Ugh, I hate that she really thinks like that this is like us cashing in that end of the deal. I feel like she's trying to spin it as that right now she's going up as a pawn. Like, no, I didn't put you up. You notice how she's phrasing it like that? Yeah. Yes, Christy, you are on the block, but it's America's Prankster's doing, not Holly's. So this doesn't make us square in terms of our deal where you said you would volunteer to be a pawn. So we might need to cash in on that offer to be a pawn down the road. However, we know that um, Nick nominated her, not Holly, so... They're a little bit annoyed that she's thinking that she's just going to get off scot-free. Then we get our favorite Zingbot back in the house. And when Cliff and Nicole saw Zingbot come into the house, they both looked like they were going to cry. And that would have been me. I am such a fan of the show that, like, if Zingbot came in, I would probably cry tears of joy. Because Zingbot is, like, the one of the most iconic big brother Like, one of the most iconic features of Big Brother. Some of my favorite Zingbot, um, my favorite Zingbot insult was Nick's with the bowl. Nick! I brought you a present! Open it up! Time for a new Um, I also thought it was funny that he called Holly an old buzzard. Nicole! You say you're afraid of birds, but you've been living with an old buzzard! 
and he basically called out Jackson for being a douchebag. So, hello! We haven't met yet! My name is Zingbot! What should I call you? Jackson, Mickey, or Pompous Douchebag? I appreciated those out of all of the insults. I thought Nicole's was actually really mean though. Like it wasn't that funny. Nicole! It must be tough for you in the Big Brother house with no friends, no boyfriend, and no contact with the outside world. This is true. But the funniest part about Zingbot's segment was Tommy's responses. Um, he was so funny in the DR. I'll include a clip or two of him uh, responding to some of the stuff that Zingbot was saying, but especially his comments about Christy. Those made me laugh a lot. Honestly, I think she got off pretty easy. You didn't want to mention the, uh, the mood swings, the crying, the manifestation, the uh, paranoia, the crying, the... Psychic powers, the dreams, the crying, the crying. Did I mention crying? So essentially the competition is that they have to free Zingbot from jail. It's one of those balance the ball competitions we've seen in the past where they have two ropes, I guess you could say, and then a platform and they have to pull them to balance the ball and get the balls into um, knock out each hole, but there are obstacles in the way. Mickey is really smart um, for how he strategically completes this competition. First of all, he decides to work from the top to the bottom, which I think is the reason that he won. He also was very quick about it, but the most important thing is that he started from the top to the bottom because when you think about it, if you start from the bottom and work your way up like Nick did, and obviously we know he comes in second, you're leaving a bunch of holes below where you have to go next. So if you're leaving all of these open holes, it's just more chances for the ball to fall in there. However, if you start from the top and you work your way down, if the ball misses the hole you're aiming for, okay, and it rolls down, yeah, it might go into one of the like little swamps or whatever the heck they called them, like those giant holes. But if it falls into one of the other holes, you haven't knocked that one out yet. So you really don't lose. Um, it's just less chance for mistakes. And also you're doing all the hard ones first. So if you're getting those ones out of the way, by the time you get down to the bottom ones, you have perfected your strategy. And it takes you a lot quicker to get to the closer ones than it does to get to the further ones. So his strategy was completely perfect. I don't think it could have been any better. And of course, we know it worked because Mickey wins the veto. I thought it was kind of weird, though, in the DR when he was, like, talking about his win. Was he wearing Holly's sweatshirt? It said Wyoming on it. And I don't think that Jackson has any other ties to Wyoming. So I was like, um, they are clearly very close if they are sharing clothing. At this point, I think Nick is sort of grasping at straws because he came so close to winning, and obviously we know that he doesn't, 
Um, so he tell decides to tell Mickey that he's the prankster. I don't think he planned to do that, but he basically tells him to try to show that he was loyal and could have put Mickey up, but didn't. I'm sorry. You didn't have to go for it. I didn't know he'd go up. It wasn't going to be you. The best way to show loyalty is when people aren't looking. That's how you show loyalty. I hope you saw that. So Nick tells me that I didn't have to win. He also says the best way to show loyalty is when no one's looking. And I'm finally starting to connect some dots here. I'm putting two and two together and finally realizing that Nick is America's prankster. Nice to meet you. Who are you gonna put up? Whoever I could beat. Dog, I'm sorry. I didn't know, I didn't know it was you. I should have told you, but I hope that you do see that I've been loyal to you, I bro, do. like this time, bro. The veto didn't go the way that I wanted. I wasn't really planning on telling anyone that I was America's prankster, but now I feel that I can use it to my advantage. I tell Mickey that I could have put him up this week and I didn't for two reasons. One, maybe he'll use the veto on me. Mm, probably not. But two, I wanted to plant his seed in his head that I've actually had his back even when he didn't know. Like I could have put you up if I wanted to like you can do when you're anonymous is huge, bro. The best way to show loyalty is when people aren't looking what you do. I didn't know. I'm just saying going forward, like, if I do make it this week, bro, like, I hope you know that. Happy, like, and like, she hasn't always had you, dog. Just remember I that. I love you. I'm gonna let you be. You, you and I love, I love you too. Right, Keep that between us. Yeah. He asks Mickey not to tell anyone. Obviously, we know Mickey tells Holly. I think we all knew he was gonna do that. Nick also tells Tommy that he's the prankster. And he's sort of trying to show people that he's loyal by telling him, by telling them he was the prankster and didn't put them up. However, I don't know how how much of a pull that has because it's anonymous. Realistically, he only had the option to choose one person, so it doesn't really make sense to use that as a bargaining chip, in my opinion. Of course, we know that Mickey doesn't use the veto, so those two nominees stay on the block. At the beginning of episode 9, it looks like Nick is the one that's going to be going home, even though Nicole makes a valiant effort to plant some seeds with Holly and, um, with Holly that Nick should stay. Of course, we know that doesn't work out, um, but she does make an effort. I'm working with Holly and Mickey, but I would like to keep Nick. So I need to test the waters with Holly to see if there's any possibility of that. However... I need to do so very delicately. How are you doing today, my love? Good. How are you? This week is like sketching me out, you know, with like the people on the blog. I don't know. Like, I understand like why you nominated him. I understand why he would need to go. Yeah. But like one's an apple and one's an orange, but they yeah. weigh the same. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. And that's what is scary to me. My goal this week was to get out a big threat. I don't want the vote to flip, but if it does, I still, you know, get out a big target. Yep. She survived the block because of a killer right. campaign. Right. And now she is most likely surviving it again. Mm -hmm. And that scares me moving forward. And now Tommy, Tommy swore to give her his vote. And he wants to keep Christy so bad. Mm -hmm. Is there something I'm not seeing? Is there a, yeah. you know, that they're like, like I don't, I don't know, I, I can't, I'm trying to like visualize it and I can't, 
I don't know that Holly is picking up what I'm putting down, but I don't want to push too hard. I planted the seed, now it's up to Nick to convince Mickey and Holly that he's the one that has to stay. Tommy also has a heart to heart with Nick, um, and he tells Nick essentially that he gave his word to Christy to stay, and Nick feels, I think, a little bit um, sort of he's upset I and mean, of course he's gonna be upset because he thought Tommy was one of his closest allies and closest friends in the house um he's really upset that uh Tommy is not gonna vote to keep him if any other person was on the block you would 1000 percent have my vote but you don't know now I don't know now why are you so adamant on keeping her because I made a promise that you want to vote her out can that please stay here? Yes, but you're saying essentially that you have to vote me out? Yeah. And I can't break a promise. I want you here, but I gave my word. That sucks. Tommy, are you kidding me? I've had your back this whole game, dog. This whole game. Where is your loyalty? I was really counting on Tommy's vote, and at this point, if I can't figure out a scheme of some sort to keep me safe, I just don't see a way that I can stay this week. But I couldn't see Tommy doing that. Um, unfortunately for Tommy, I don't know if that's going to garner him much much help when it comes to the jury house. Um, originally, I said that anybody who sits next to Tommy in the final two will lose and Tommy will win but I'm starting to think that I might be wrong because initially I thought he had really great jury management but I think if they begin to compare notes maybe they will think otherwise I mean let me know if you guys agree or disagree but for a while I thought Tommy was in a really great place with jury but I think a couple sour jurors might spoil the bunch for him because also Nicole and Nick start to discuss how Tommy is disloyal while Nick is still in the house. And this also plants some seeds in Nicole's head that something more is going on between Tommy and Christy. In my notes, I literally put down, she knows. I think there's more to it. Yeah. I'm gonna be surprised. I'm sure he is like a jack. He's a lot of Yeah, I know. So. I should have asked that. Because he, he does whatever pieces of house. I should know that he would always want me out then. Disgusted with Tommy, bro. Disgusted. Tommy is supposed to be one of Nick's closest allies in the house. But he already promised his vote to somebody else. That does not make sense to me. Why does he want Christy here adamantly? There must be something more going on. Obviously, they're a duo. That's a no-brainer. But I feel like there must be another piece of the puzzle. There's something going on there. I see it. Like, if anybody figures out that Christy and Tommy know each other, it's going to be Nicole. If she does, I will be ecstatic. And she needs to blow it up to the entire house if she does figure that out. Jaden C on TV Co. is saying that he doesn't want Tommy to win. I don't want Tommy to win either, Jaden. Um, I'm not a big Tommy fan. I... However, would like to see him win over a couple other people. I'd like to see him win over Jess, 
Jackson, and Cliff. Otherwise, he's not my favorite. Then we get to the scary clowns part of the episode. Um, and poor Nicole is terrified of them. And everybody hides from her. And I felt so bad. She comes out of the DR and everybody is gone in the HOH hiding away from her. I mean, she had to have known they were up there, though. I feel like she probably did know, but she was, like, too scared to go up there um, for fear of a scary clown popping out. Um, And then the CBS turns the lights out on her. Big Brother is playing with poor little Nicole. Creepy clowns come up on the, the screens and in the mirrors, and she's freaking out. Another prank week prank. By big brother then we get to nick campaigning and i think i think when i saw nick campaigning it sort of reminded me why i haven't liked this season very much and i think it's mainly because they're so formal about their campaigns like he straight up says this is my campaign to stay Like, why are you using the word campaign? You should just be planting seeds in people's heads and having conversations that make them think it's their own idea to keep you safe. If you position it as, this is my written script that I am saying to every single person in the house, this is my campaign to stay, it's easier for house guests not to keep you there. However, if you give them really compelling reasons why you should stay, that make them feel like it was their own idea... And do it in a sly way where they don't even realize you're campaigning to stay. It's going to be much more effective. And we've seen this in the past with other people too. Like they've had such cut and dry campaigns. Like why do you even call it that? Like don't let people realize that you're going door to door basically to each person. Giving them the reasons why you should stay. And also your campaign to each person doesn't have to be the same which I think is the downfall of a lot of people. Um, Bella, for example, did a similar thing. Like, she had a really good campaign, but she called it a campaign, for one, and she basically just had a script that she went by for each person. And that script was the same. So you're not going to get anywhere if you're not tailoring your campaigns to different people and you're not making it feel like it was their ideas versus you just begging to stay essentially so I think that's one of the reasons why I haven't been super duper into this season because these people just don't really know how to play big brother and I hate to say it but it's very true Nick also makes a last-ditch effort and a promise to work for Holly and Mickey with nothing in return which in my opinion is pretty stupid pretty dumb I think because he's not going to get anything out of it except for another week in the house um I guess he didn't really have anything else at that point that he could do but by saying that you're just gonna work for them basically as a slave and do nothing else I mean that would lead me to wonder what you're telling other people we also get a little flashback to or a little flash to the jury house and the only good thing about seeing the jury house was getting to see Kat I miss her a lot I wish she was still in the Big Brother house, but unfortunately we know that Kat is no longer. I hope that she also uses her vote wisely when it comes down to it because I 
think that she'll be somebody that hopefully will not vote with her emotion and will vote for the person who played the better game. And I really, really hope we don't have another bitter jury because all of the juries in the past, the recent past seasons have been bitter and I hate that. You need to vote for the person who played the better Big Brother game regardless of how you feel about them personally. So I think that Kat might just do that, but we will see. Unless Mickey is there. She definitely won't vote for him to win. But I'm fine with that. One funny quote from the um, Flash to the Jury House was when Kat and Jack were watching back her um, eviction. She's like, I don't, and I don't hug anyone like a savage. But she did hug one person. She hugged Jess. And she might get to hug Jess sooner than later, unfortunately for Jess. Then we get back to the Big Brother house and they vote to evict Nick unanimously. I don't think this was a shock to anyone, although props to Christy for skating another eviction. Their eviction speeches were pretty boring, but I did like Nick's post-eviction speech with, or post-eviction interview. Sorry, I can't find the words. Her po- his post-eviction interview with Julie. He talks a little bit about Tommy losing jury votes, and I think that he's right. Um, Christy and Tommy are both going to have trouble with jury votes now because they just um, Tommy just evicted three three of his people, and Christy has been playing a little bit tricky. As I said before, Tommy initially I felt had really really good jury management, but I think he's starting to lose it a little bit. He of course, we know, probably lost Nick as a vote to win. And if Nick is bitter, he's going to go in and turn all of those jury members against Tommy. So I guess we will see. Following Nick's eviction, we get the HOH competition, which is a wall comp, an endurance competition called Hold On Fright. And initially, when I saw them hanging onto the wall with those screens behind them, I thought that the scary clowns were going to pop up behind them and scream and scare them or something like that. Um, So I guess we will have to wait and see. But my best guess is that Jess is probably the first one to fall. Shocker. My hope is that Nicole wins it. She's tiny and we've seen in the past that people who are determined to win and small enough that they don't have a lot of muscle or fat to hold up tend to do well in those competitions who do I think will win though maybe Tommy he's pretty small he's in shape and I could see him having the drive to win although we have seen him throw competitions in the past just because he doesn't want a target on his back if he gets into power so I guess we'll have to wait and see who wins hold on fright Uh, Then we find out from Julie that Thursday is double eviction night, and I am very, very excited for that. Who would I like to see go home on double eviction night? I'd love to see Christy go home. I'd love to see Jackson go home. Actually, let's swap that. I would love to see Jackson go home over Christy any day. Then Christy can go home, but Jackson first. However, if we continue with this stupid Holly and Jackson HOH back-to-back shit, then we might see someone else go home. So at this point, sort of, we sort of have a split because we've got Jackson and Holly working from what it seems like pretty diligently with Cliff and Nicole. So there's four right there on that side. 
We've also got the Tommy and Christy duo. We've also got Jess. And I believe that's it. Seven people left in the house. So Jess is kind of a floater. If they're smart, they'll keep her around. There's really no reason to get rid of her at this point. She has nobody. She's not very good at competitions. Just keep her around for a little bit longer. Realistically, they should begin to target Tommy and Christy, but Jackson and Holly also have deals with Christy and Tommy on the side, so it'll be interesting to see how they proceed. And I believe that is everything from the past two weeks. It's a shorter episode. It's a shorter podcast episode this week just because I wanted to blow through all that stuff so that we can get back to current day. And I've been super busy with coming back from vacation and trying to get my brain back on track with work and normal life. So hope you enjoyed that episode. Please contact me on Twitter at it's me Breely with any questions, any thoughts, you disagree, agree with anything that I said in this episode, tweet me with the hashtag #OBrotherPodcast, and we can chat. I believe that is everything. So I will talk to you next week. I'm going to try to have a guest next week, but we will see. I am going to New York next weekend, so not sure if that will work, but we're going to try. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed, and I will talk to you next time. Bye.